I'm Tiana Meehan, Miss Teen Galaxy Australia 2019, and this is my live interview with The Pageant Project. Hey everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project, and I'm here with Tiana Meehan, who is Miss Teen Galaxy Australia 2019. Tiana, good morning. Good morning. Hi. And you are in Sydney, aren't you? Yes, I am. That is a first. That is amazing. (laughs) Um, Guys, if you are watching on the live stream, I've had a couple of questions already, but leave them in the comments and I'll forward them on to Tiana. Also, if you can actually hear us, let me know, because I don't know if you guys tuned in to last night's interview, but there were tech issues all over the place. Hopefully have them all sorted out. Um, And also, Tiana, do you want to just apologize to your mom for making her sit outside? Sorry, mom. Love you. <laughs> so T- Tiana's mom has um, been kicked outside, apparently, and um, a bird pooped on her. A rosella, which is an Australian bird, has pooped on her. <laughs> but Tiana, tell tell the viewers how you're feeling about. Um, I guess tell tell them first about your pageant experience, because obviously you won the Teen Galaxy Australia title. So how many pageants have you competed in um, up to this point? Um, well, Galaxy Pageants was my first ever pageant. I've never done any pageants before this. Um, and I found out about it last year and thought, why not just give it a go and see what happens? And here I am representing Australia and America in like three days. So, Okay, so it, um, it didn't work out too badly for you then, obviously. No, it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but pretty well. Today. <laughs> how, did you, how did you find out about Galaxy? Um, I found it online and I read about it and um, I'm a real, I really love Francesca Hunt mm-hmm. um, and because I feel like I relate to her a lot with modelling and everything um, and I was like, oh, she was, she won that. Let's see what I can do. So I thought I'll just give it a go and I went to um, like the casting yeah. like workshop at the end of last year and I met Shah and um, Jess, and they were really nice. And I got an email back saying, oh, you got into nationals. I was like, oh, my God, what? I've never done anything like that before. And then, but yeah, it was really And then you won, and now you're heading over to yeah. America. Yeah. So how are you feeling for America? Are you all packed? Are you all good and ready to um, go? I'm not packed yet at all, but I know I'll need about five suitcases for everything. <laughs> How many how many outfits are you taking over? Oh, I couldn't count. But definitely just for my evening gown fashion wear and my orientation dress and everything, I'll need just one suitcase for them. So. How how have you found that? I mean, it's it's quite unusual. I'm I'm trying to think of anyone who won on their first go and then went overseas. But um, to to get ready, also because as I understand it, so obviously you're the Miss Alicia and Michelle, they're over in mm-hmm. WA, which for those of you who yeah. don't know, Australia basically is another country away. Um, Australia, almost yeah. Yeah, I don't. Know, where where's your Miss? Is she also in Perth? Um. Yes. Okay, so you're basically over here by yourself, 
and you need to yes, get ready get ready for the internationals. So how has it been preparing for you, given that this was your very first pageant? Now you have to go overseas. So have you been asking your queens for support or have you just been more trying to figure it out yourself? Um, well, we do have a Facebook like messenger group chat, so we can like keep in contact through that. But I also have Shakai, who is now the new director of Australian Galaxy Pageants, and she's from Sydney. So it's super easy now. And she's come over to my house a few times to help me sort out everything and like help me choose what to wear and stuff like that. So that's pretty easy. She's coming tomorrow as well to help all last minute planning and deciding. So it's okay. It's not too hard. Okay. I mean, internet. <laughs> I saw I, I saw your YouTube videos. I said one of them you were packing. So does that mean you're a good packer? Um, you seem like you've oh, had to pack a lot. Like you're used to it. Yeah, for dancing, like packing costumes, making sure everything's there. Like you yeah. don't leave anything behind. I'm pretty alright with that. So, but that seems like good practice for all the costumes yeah. you're going to need to take over. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Let's just go to the questions, guys. If you're watching and you have any questions, leave them in the comments. Uh, so, Sindel Taylor has asked, What would you say to someone who wanted to compete in this system? I mean, obviously, this is the very first one, as we just discussed, but I guess, what was your experience of Galaxy like? Um, it was so amazing because obviously, you see movies and everything of a lot of pageants, and they're kind of like parodies, I guess you could say. Miscongeniality. Um, yeah, and the competition's like mean or something. And so I had I had no idea what it would be like going into it. And I was scared, but I was really excited to see and like meet new people as well. Um, and it was so lovely. And I feel like Galaxy especially is very family orientated. So meaning that it's just very positive. Everyone's very supportive. Yeah. Like we're pretty much all like sisters, I guess you could say. And I can just see through Instagram, like all my sister queens and um, like everyone from around the world that I'll be meeting soon are just very genuine, nice people. And like, yeah, I'm really excited for that. So I feel like if you want to go into this, just go out, go hard, go home, you know, (laughs) because it was really, it was really amazing. So perfect. Yeah. Um, and speaking of sister queen, so Fernanda, who I think is Miss Teen Galaxy from Boston, Massachusetts, I think, and I'm interviewing her, I think on Saturday, she said, well, she said, can't wait to meet you beautiful. And then she's asked, how are you preparing for internationals? Oh, thank you. I can't wait to meet you too. Um, preparing for internationals. Well, today I'm going to get a few things. But um, I've just been focusing on, like, my mindset a lot, being, like, positive going into it. And um, I do struggle with, like, talking to people, like, meeting new people. So I've had um, a life coach that's been helping me deal with, like, um, the negative thoughts I would think when I'm talking to someone. So if I'm meeting someone new, I'd have little thoughts in my head, like, oh, I could be saying this wrong or they're judging me and stuff like that. So my life coach really helped me, like, deal with those thoughts and everything. Um, I also, yeah, just, like, outfits running around like crazy, <laughs> trying to fit everything in with school and dance and, you know, hectic. 
I do. I do want to mention. Yeah. So obviously, you're in here in Australia. We call it year eleven. You will Hmm. probably in a month. So technically, be in year twelve, right? Because yeah. So um, which is a final year. So Hmm. how are you feeling about that stuff getting real yet? Oh no, I'm so scared for year twelve. Honestly, um, I mean, it doesn't start till next term, so I'm trying not to think too much about it. But um. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too stressed because I'm not going to go to university because hopefully after school I'll be dancing overseas or something like that because that's what I want for a career. Mm. Um, but I do want to just finish U12 and say that I've finished school as a whole sure. and just enjoy it as much as I can because I do see a lot of Year12s that I'm friends with mm. right now, very stressed, and it's kind of taken over their lives, which I don't want happen to me yeah so i i think yeah. the stress levels for for people going through school just keep going up and up with all the tests yeah. that you guys have to go through a friend of mine said that the stress levels that someone like yourself has to go through um mm. are similar to what like some i think it was psychiatric patients or something like that had to go through i read, I read something like that on facebook or something and someone there was like results mm. that were exactly the same of like the stress level of school kids and the stress level of yeah. people in hospital with, like, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Can you can you tell us what, because obviously it's been a while since I've been in school, but what is it that <laughs> is most stressful going through, like, the year 11 and year 12? Is it just the exams or it's something more than that? I don't know. I think it's also just comparing because mm. I know lately, like, when you get into senior years, you find out what your ranks are. Yeah. In the years, and it's like, oh, I'm coming. I'm like really low. I'm like the dumbest, or mm. out of everyone in my year for science and stuff. And I think just because people compare themselves to like other people's marks, they yeah. think that they're gonna fail. Um, and yeah, also just exams as well, like tests and yeah. the assignment overloading on like all different subjects, having to be handed in like mm. at the same time can be stressful but I mean for me it's not really like I don't really get stressed out by school because <laughs> yeah do you, I don't know why. do you feel any or maybe your friends I'm asking about <laughs> because you said that you know that you want to dance after school finishes so you kind of already know what you want to do yeah. I guess for some others they may not have as clear as an idea so for them do they find it stressful sort of going into year 12 and then suddenly having to decide what they're going to do with the rest of their life yeah, exactly. I think it's really scary for some people that have no idea what they want to do and then them thinking that their only opportunity yeah. to get what they want is like getting into that one university so they have to get that ATAR. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, it's game yeah, over. it's pretty, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's crazy <laughs> that one moment you're in school and then the next minute you're supposed to suddenly decide what you want to do yeah. with the rest of your life. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Tell us, Lisa Bennett has said that you're doing amazing. Um, She's over in WA as well. If you you don't know by now, everyone from pageantry basically comes from either Perth or from the Gold Coast. It's very rare to anyone (laughs) from Sydney, Melbourne or anywhere else. So Sydney represent. (laughs) Uh, Tiana, tell us about dancing and... Not, I guess, obviously you do a lot, so you can tell us that, but also what it means to you because, you know, I, I am not 
a dancer by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so, and I'm imagining that you really enjoy it. So tell us about your dancing and just a bit of the background as to that. Um, well, I've been dancing since I was three. Wow. Um, just like, yeah, a long time. Um, I've just, I was just doing it for fun, like ballet, tap, jazz and everything. Um, then when I was like at the end of primary school, I realised that I really love dancing and performing on stage. So I kind of, I said to my mum, like, I want to be a professional dancer. And at that point I was in love with ballet. And I, yeah, and I was like, I want to be in the Paris of ballet. Like, that's what I want to do. But then over time I fell in love with musical theatre and Broadway. Um, so I have a teacher that I used to be taught by a lot, Sophie Holloway, who's a um, Radio City Rocket. She lives here in Sydney and is about to go for her sixth season, I think. Um, yeah, I got taught by her a few years ago for the first time and found out all about Rockettes mm. and I fell in love with it. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do is like either Moulin Rouge, Rockettes or anything Broadway. And um so then last year I auditioned for the Radio City Rockettes Summer School, like Summer Intensive, um, and I fortunately got into that. So I went to New York wow. for a week for that. But then another five weeks after that I did the Joffrey Summer Intensive, um, and that was for five weeks. So I was in New York for six weeks doing Rockettes and Joffrey, and that was a really great experience because I got to – I just went with my mum and, like, just the whole experience of traveling and like catching the subway every day. Like it opened my mind into the real world. Like this is what it's like, you know, not stuck in like Sydney, <laughs> the timetable. That makes what sense. What did you think of the New York subway? I've been on it. What did you think of it? Yeah. It's so interesting. Every time you go on, there's, some, there's someone new, someone very different, either performing something or like, one day someone has a pet rat and then the next day someone rapping and then one day there's someone dancing, swinging on the poles. It's very exciting. I went to I went to New York literally for 24 hours. I was interviewing a couple of musicians actually and I went to see one of their live performances as well. And the person who was taking me through New York, she said, on the subway, if you don't push and use your elbows to get through the door, You'll never, you'll you never won't. get out, and you will <laughs> die in. Yeah. Did you find the same? Yeah, so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a little different to Sydney. Um, so, just give me a second. So, guys, if you have any questions for Tiana, leave them in the comments. Um, so, obviously, you've done a lot of dancing. I mean, you did it when you started when you were three. Um, yeah. What what does dancing mean to you? How does it make you feel? I'm I'm curious about this because as someone who doesn't dance and has two left feet, um, how does <laughs> dancing make you feel? Does it does it let you express something? Is it because it's creative? What what is it about dance that you love? There's there's so much because um, obviously the training in class, like either you're just working um, and training or you're working towards a dance routine and, like, cleaning or learning new choreography. Um, but one thing I, I love is, like, when you're in class learning a really hard combination or, chore like, piece of choreography, mm. 
which is like dance movements to people that don't know. Um, It's like it's so fun working your brain. So like I know people that love maths is because they love figuring it out. It's kind of like that with dance in your head. Um, And then just performing the combination at the end of class in front of everyone. It's like fun. It's so much fun. And then I love performing on stage because I just love entertaining an audience. It's like a fulfilling thing, you know. Um, And then obviously getting dressed up in costumes and the hair and the makeup is just more fun added on top of that. (laughs) But, yeah. Beginning to see a few similarities to pageants right there. Similarities, exactly. (laughs) How did you find – so I'm going to assume that learning the – opening dance for you you could do it backwards in your sleep probably (laughs) what what is the hardest dance routine you've ever had to learn oh i'm not sure they're all a lot of them are usually really hard but i do have one choreographer that i love his name's matt Godey, Mm -hmm. and his choreography is so like intricate and like you, it's it has to be so clean to look effective on stage. Um, his choreography, whether I'm in class or learning a dance routine, is like the hardest one for sure. And then, um, not mentally wise, like trying to pick up the choreography, but for rockets, the summer intensive, like how hard it is, is very intense. And like you have to push through and have like a high pain tolerance because you're obviously in heels all day and everything and by the end your feet are so swollen but then when you're performing on stage at the end of the week it's like oh it's all worth it you know i'm really seeing a lot of similarities with pageants here so (laughs) i think your your (laughs) dance career has definitely prepared you um for for pageantry give us an insight as to how how long it takes to learn a particular dance i mean i don't even know what sort of dance is like is it group solo is it five minutes is it 10 minutes is it an hour and then how long does it actually take you to learn that like what's the process um it just depends really because my outside dance school mm. brent street um i just go there two days a week so wednesday afternoons and then all day saturdays um we do have like our dance comp routines so for the past like two terms we were working on them and obviously some weeks like our teachers aren't there and we just do like a fun open class um but usually it's just one hour classes for each style of dance so for hip-hop tap contemporary lyrical everything like that um once a week for like two terms and then we kind of put it all together and then go to competitions which we've been doing for the past few weekends um, and competing with them with those routines. So. so is it fair to say that you're dancing pretty much every day? It certainly sounds like it. Uh, yeah, including at school and, like, co- dance company at Newtown High School. It's like, right. yeah, dance every day. So I'm assuming you don't need to hit the gym at all then? Um, I mean... I mean, it sounds like you're pretty active as it is. I, yeah, because dancing is obviously, like, physical activity. Yeah. But I do love going to the gym too. So I kind of fit in around two sessions of going to the gym a week. Wow. Okay. So do you have any downtime? Yeah, I think. You think? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I count like uh, 
going on the train to school and then like um wow. i usually i usually go to bed pretty late so it's all right i i, I can fit everything in okay I, I can see that um you said that you were creative and you mentioned your youtube channel as well when you um, sent your video to me so tell us about your youtube channel is that like a, just another creative outlet do you have any goals for it yeah well it's really funny because when i was younger in about year 17 mm. i would I had so many YouTube videos that I'd create, like little skits as well. I'd be like types of people at school and then, and like, um, I did like, I think I did a video cooking with Tiana and I like made and tried to make an omelette. Um, but hang and, on, I, I looked at your channel. There's only what, there's only yeah. three videos on it. Cause then, um, that I put them all in private cause I think last year, there were people like I realized, oh my God, these videos are still up. How embarrassing. <laughs> All in private. Um, and then this year, I don't know why I just like fell back in love with creating YouTube videos and stuff. But I want to do um, a video reacting to all my old videos because I think that would be pretty funny. How did the omelette go? Um, they turned into scrambled eggs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you Not think you can do a better one now? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, let's take it back to pageantry for a second. I'm just going to check if we had any more questions. Um, what um, heading over to America? What What are you most excited about? Is it the chance to meet new people? Or is it just a chance to have a holiday away from school? Like, what What is the most exciting part that for too. you? <laughs> um, that too. But yeah, I'm really excited to meet everyone. Like, because you see each other online, it's like. Mm. I feel like when you meet everyone, it makes it so much more real. Like, wow, this is actually happening. And it's also just excited to see, like, all the hard work everyone's put into this pageant and everything, like the appearances and, um, like, seeing everyone work up to this huge event. It's, like, exciting to see it all come together. Yeah. And are you just heading over there for the pageant and then you have to come straight back to school or are you going to have a bit of time off? No, I'm just there for a week and then coming straight back. So hopefully my body can handle the time differences. But Well, I guess, I guess you're going to find out one way or another, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, now, you mentioned that after school you, you want to dance. So have you? do you have any particular goals that you've set for yourself with your dancing career? Um, well, because I know Moulin Rouge comes to Australia every second year. Um, they came last year, but I was in New York for the Rockette Summer Intensive and Joffrey, mm. but they're coming next year. So I'm going to see what happens there and audition, um, and see if I can get any feedback if I'm, if I unfortunately don't get in. Um, I also will audition for Rockettes mm -hmm. and see what happens there. Otherwise, I'd love to do, go to um, do a full-time course overseas in either Europe or America. Perfect. Um, when, you, when you go and audition, I guess, again, it's similar to pageantry, no surprise. But let's say that you don't get through um, or, you, or you get rejected. I'm assuming that not every time you've auditioned, you've been successful. How do you, how do you deal with that rejection? Because it seems, again, like pageantry, it would almost feel quite personal especially when you put so, so much hard work into it yeah especially when you put a lot of hard work mm. into it obviously you get a feeling of like oh that like it hurts you know mm. 
I think you just have to have a lot of perseverance and going in there just hoping for it because I think if you go and then thinking, oh, I'm going to get it, mm. then it hurts way more being rejected. But just going in there with a positive attitude, thinking if – and if you, like, leave the audition and you say you didn't get in, mm. you don't think, oh, I didn't get in, I'm not good enough. You say, okay, what could I learn from this? What did I learn from yeah. this? You know, you just have to put a more positive – outlook on the whole thing and um i do say a lot of the time everything happens for a reason so you know i always think that if i'm ever rejected whenever i'm rejected by something what what are the lessons i mean you've been dancing what 14 years god that's a long time what are the lessons the biggest lessons that you feel that you've learned from your dance career so far um i think Focusing on yourself, so when you're in class or when you're about to perform on stage, whether it's for solos or group competitions, it's just focus on yourself and not compare to anyone else. Or when you're in the class, like this is your time to improve. Um, and, yeah, like don't think, oh, they're dancing better than me. Mm-hmm. Again, just being more positive, like, oh, what could I learn from what they're doing right now? If you're doing like the combination in groups and you're standing on the side watching, like just learning from other people and like mm. developing new like aspects to put into your like choreography that you do, like, oh, their head went like this, I could try that. And then it's like, oh, that looks really good. So, yeah, you know, stuff like that, just learning, yeah. learning, learning. And what, what personal qualities do you think are most important to making it in dancing? You already mentioned perseverance, which I can only imagine. Are there any sort of other qualities that you think you are really important in dancing? Um, I think performance quality is very important because obviously you can be a really technical dancer or you can do like all the cool little groove mm. things and stuff. But when if you want to perform on stage especially, like you have to have a lot of performance quality and be able to like open up because yeah. when you perform on stage, it's obviously about the audience and you want to draw them in. So if you're like just dancing within yourself, it also depends on what the story or meaning of the dance is about or what you're trying to portray. But you want to bring the audience in because that's what's interesting and good in a dancer is when you can connect with people Um, and also just being really supportive um, putting yourself out there making connections with people is really important too yeah Yeah. again that sounds like it's really going to do well for you in pageantry because it's almost exactly the um Oh, it is, yes. My, my interview <laughs> last night with Ms. Galaxy 2019, she was saying almost exactly the same thing as yeah. you. Um, so, uh, Tiana, just before we go to the final 10 questions, and guys, if you have any questions for Tiana or any messages of support, put them in the comments. Um, but, Tiana, just for social details so people can follow your journey, I've got your Instagram handle underneath, so Miss Teen Galaxy Australia 2019, and then there's obviously your Facebook page as well. So I imagine those two would be the best ones to find you on. Yes. Yeah, they're good. And then yeah. your YouTube channel as well. And my YouTube channel, which is just Tiana Me, and yeah. Perfect. When are you going to start those reaction videos? Are you going to do that after Galaxy? <laughs> I think so, Yeah. I don't have time right now. I'm running all over the place trying to get everything organized. 
I was going to say, yeah. you don't you don't seem to have much time. That doesn't surprise me with pageant competitors in general. But for someone in year 11, I mean, how do you manage your time just out of interest? Because you sound insanely busy. Um, I think I do have a timetable that, if I'm being honest, I don't really follow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I do get – I have study periods at school, so I set my time for school then. Mm-hmm. Then Sundays, when I if I need to do a sit down video for YouTube, I'll film on that day, and or if I do a vlog, then I can edit on Sunday or something. And then, yeah, it's just planning your week ahead. Like, oh, I know I don't have dancing this night, so mm. I'll do the English homework then, so then I can do this the next day. You know, stuff like that. So it sounds like your life is really planned around the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to vlog about your galaxy trip? Yes, I'm, I am. I'm going to vlog the week. I'll probably do a little series, like the first two days, and like section it out. Yeah. Maybe just make sure there's lots of space on your phone. Yes, I know. I need to set up everything because I don't want to lose all my storage. Empty, empty yeah. that phone out. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's go towards the close. We'll go with the final ten questions. It's like good preparation <laughs> for interview. Okay, so here we go. Question one is, what is your favorite word? Um, I think my favorite word is yet because I think yet can change is like a huge positive word that's mm. so simple. So if you have the thought in your head, I can't do this or whatever it is, like I can't do this maths equation Mm. i can't do this dance combo i can't do this kick for dance Mm. or whatever if you just put yet on the end of the sentence it changes the whole Mm. idea of that thought and can make it way more positive yeah i love that that's 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 a really cool answer i've never had that answer that question before and you're absolutely spot on changes the whole meaning of the sentence Question two, also all these questions will basically go in pairs. So number one was what was your favourite word? So question two is what is your least favourite word? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to guess it's can't. <laughs> no. no. Can't is a T with can for try or something. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think my least favourite word is no. Okay. Because, yeah. Simple again, but like obviously because I hate hearing the word no with whatever it is, like no, like say yes. <laughs> I've interviewed so many successful people and the number of people who've said that exact answer for the same thing and they've had the exact same facial expression that you just had, even when they get, <laughs> when, even when they think about getting told no, they're like, like don't tell me no. So, don't tell me no. If anything, yeah. it's the best way to get you to do it because someone's told you no. <laughs> okay. So question three in life, what gets you excited? Um, anything spontaneous. So anything last minute, as I don't know why, it's just like exciting. And then you're on a roll and you just want to keep going. It's like a, an adrenaline rush mm. or just being on my feet all the time. So which really is good because of my schedule. So throughout the week, I'm just on a roll, like on a grind, I guess you could say. Just, yeah. You sound like if you actually had time off, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. 
No, yeah, almost. You <laughs> just much. fill it up with something. Yeah, I know when I'm sick, I'm like sitting around and I come out of my room and I'm like, mum, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but you're sick, so you can't do anything. I'm like, I know, but I'm bored. God, okay. And then you send your poor mum out to get pooped on by, um, yeah. by a Rosella. Uh, Bridget, oh, Bridget D'Angelo Croteau has said, love that answer. I'm not sure which answer, but she loves your answer. Um, Sindel has asked again, so why Galaxy? Uh, Sindel, we, we answered that right at, right at the beginning. Um, but Tiana, this is actually Tiana's first pageant and she loved her experience. And she said it was family friendly, um, focused on family. So question three was what gets you excited? What turns you on? So question four is what turns you off? Um, I kind of already mentioned it. I think just sitting around and feeling like I'm not doing anything, it brings down my whole like energy level and I'm like, I need to do something <laughs> like go out, do anything, <laughs> be active. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like you actually have problems even just sitting still. It looks like you want to burst out and start <laughs> dancing right now. <laughs> you need to start doing this. Um, okay. So question five, what sound or noise do you love? Um, oh, I think anyone can agree with this is like, rain you know when you're lying in bed and it's like raining mm -hmm. it's the most amazing sound and like it just puts you to sleep it's so beautiful i love the sound of rain especially on a tin roof yeah but hang when on it's like rain. It's so good you'd have to stay still to appreciate the sound yeah, no yeah it's time for bed but okay. It's fine. <laughs> okay all right question six what sound or noise do you hate um I think when people eat with their mouths open, mm. so gross. <laughs> yep. Just close your mouth. I don't need to know. <laughs> they always sit right next to you and they always chew in your direction. I got that. Uh, Sindel has... It's like you're like... like yeah. I, I call it moist <laughs> chewing. Lots of saliva. Like, oh, please stop. Stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, question seven. This is a one-off question. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Um, invisibility, definitely. I've always had, you know, when you ask that question mm -hmm. when you're a little kid mm -hmm. and it's like flying and stuff, I've always said invisibility. Because? Do you just, like hear little secrets. It's just, it's like the most fun out of all of them. You can find out stuff you're not meant to know. Anytime anyone says invisibility, it's always like the mischievous. One of the, one of the other people I interviewed, she said she wanted to go and be able to steal clothes. I was like, maybe you shouldn't have said that in an interview. You want to hear all the inside goss, do you? Yeah, a little fly on the wall. Fair enough. Okay. Question eight. I guess this is a bit different because you haven't left school yet normally it's what job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt but i guess in your case be like other than dancing what what's a job or occupation that you would most like to attempt um other than dancing i feel like something that can influence people a lot uh -huh. um, i do know i want to do modeling as well which i'm trying to get into um but no agencies will it Accept me. <laughs> well, um, just got to wait uh, a year. Um, for a lot of agencies, they've like rejected me, which 
obviously I've said how I deal with rejection. Um, so I'm, yeah, I think modeling as well. Okay. Is also something I want to do other than dance. And what's yeah. a job or occupation that you definitely would not like to attempt? Oh, um, something with the office. Because one, sitting down doing nothing. This obviously makes yeah. you very uncomfortable. Definitely not what I want to be doing. <laughs> and I'm also terrible with computers. My mum always says to me, you're the only millennial I know that can't work computers. <laughs> I don't know why. I just suck with technology. But give me something creative. I can make it on a computer, mm. anything creative, but not anything technical on the computer. I'm terrible terrible with it you sound like an old soul because i know that you also like the old music like you put on one of your yeah. stories um i don't want to set the world on fire it's like amazing you even know that song i have a whole like almost spotify playlist are just dedicated to old music i love old-fashioned anything i have a lot of old-fashioned morals mm. love old music um just everything classic like love Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe. Wow. Then love Aretha Franklin and this oh, beautiful, love it. <laughs> where where did that come from? Do you know? Has it just always been that way, or did someone influence you? Not sure. I just know that I've had an appreciation for a lot of old music mm. when I was younger, and even just rock music from the nineties and everything. Because my dad would listen to it in the car and everything. I think that kind of had an influence mm. i'm not really sure that's that's fascinating i mean those those songs are, are properly old like that one i mentioned i think that's back from the 60s or something like that so yeah. it's fairly old okay last question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates um oh i reckon I I would want him to say, hi, welcome, here's your family. <laughs> and he opens the gates and it's just all my family, like my grandma, my and my pop, cousins, everyone that have passed away in, like, my lifetime that I know or even from the past I've never met before. Like, oh, hi. You know, that would be, that would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, I'm going to let you go in a sec. Don't hang up with me just yet. But um, I'm going to thank you, obviously, for the interview. And best of luck with um, over in America. It thank you. sounds like your dance career has prepared you so much yeah. for pageantry. It's like you've been preparing for this pageant for 14 years. So I'm sure yeah. you're, I'm sure you're ace. If you love being on stage, that's one of the big qualities you need to be in pageantry. If you don't yeah. like the stage, you're in the wrong industry. Yeah. But um, I'll keep you on for just a second, but I'll let the audience go. Best of luck, Tiana. And, uh, thank you so much. My pleasure. And I'm going to thank everyone for watching. And we'll speak to you again soon. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe details of my new episodes as they drop and connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next.